If you're not a gamer, this might not make sense, but we'll try and bring this together and go through it all. And if you've heard of Tetris or Candy Crush, this will definitely ring a bell. Now, what is Tetris? By the way, imagine a few pieces coming down from the top. You start to see that next move. You have to keep putting the pieces together as things speed up to avoid reaching the top, therefore losing, right? Now, in terms of video games, I'll be honest, I'm not playing Tetris right now. I'm playing UFC, I'm playing NBA 2K, but Tetris, Candy Crush, whatever you want to call it, will have some similarities with property investing. The first is actually understanding the current move and the next move. And in property investing, when you're actually investing, you need to think of the current purchase and the next purchase altogether. For example, the current purchase might be a residential property, but then do you know when you're going to be transitioning onto commercial and is that the purchase where your residential portfolio ends? This is the case for my portfolio. My last purchase was residential and it was the last of my residentials as I transitioned into more commercials. However, I needed to know that before going into commercial, which is why my residential property was very specific, selected in a certain way. And then when I knew I was going to make that move, I knew that that would be the last one. And so as you're on the investing journey of property investing, it's about starting to think of this in the same way as you would Tetris when you're building those blocks and you see the next maneuver coming in. Now, when it comes to Tetris, you'll notice that the best players usually start with the most solid foundation because it becomes easier to build on that. So the same thing with property investing. Sometimes the first few moves, everyone thinks about getting the best possible result. But I also think of combining the best possible result with some comfort together. Because if you're not going to be comfortable with your first few investments, it might be very hard for you to be comfortable with property investing beyond that. So some of the things I've considered as foundational moves for a portfolio are decent purchase prices. So by decent, I mean not so small that you feel like you need to have 20 properties from the get-go, but decent enough in size if you can to be able to allow you to see that compounding effect positively impact you. The second thing is be in certain cities of comfort. And I'm not saying buy in your backyard but also not have to test all your comforts to the absolute max if you're not willing and able to. It's better to be able to transition across it as time goes on. Now, when you get that foundation right, you get the power of compounding growth, you get the sleep at night effect, you get the comfort of investing, and you start to spread your wings, you move into momentum phases of investing, which is the next phase. Simply means anywhere, everywhere, affordable, where the data goes, good yields would scale. This is all about getting short-term data-driven market cycles to take your portfolio to new heights, hence the word momentum. This is kind of where Tetris is speeding up as well. And this leads me on to something where when Tetris starts to speed up, everyone forgets about some of the big amplifiers on a portfolio. The big amplification area is definitely income. Now, when it comes to income, it's an interesting part because when you're thinking of income, you're thinking maybe rental income or how much property uh, brings in in terms of rents and how much it rises. I'm not saying that. That's just one small part of it all. What I'm actually talking about is your personal or business income growing in value. And why is this important? Well, if you look at the last one year, three years, and five years, I ask this question of clients to say, what was your income? Many of them get shocked. They're like, wow, that is such a big move. But unfortunately, many people think of investing just with their current income and they think that they're going to be on that current income forever. So they think of using all their borrowing capacity up in that one purchase and not thinking that any future borrowing capacity will exist. And they start jumping on forums asking, how does one buy 20 properties? <laughs> well, how does one buy 20 properties might not be the question that you need to think about. It's actually just how do you buy that next one? And surprisingly, your income will change a lot faster than you think. Because the way I've looked at it is that when you dissect your last one, three, five years, 
and then you start to put on the blockers of what you're on today is what you're on, that is not matching reality with what you think is going to happen. Reality was that your income grew faster than typical wages. Your income grew to a level where you're now investing. And it's probably going to grow more ahead as long as you don't allow yourself to be a blocker to that. And so from income growth, how it comes back to Tetris is that if you're thinking of that speed up scenario, your income dialing up over the next few years, one, three, five, and 10 is going to unlock more moves in your portfolio, more purchases. And if you're thinking of it in line with the current purchase and the next move at, maneuver at all times, you're going to start to be able to put pieces together that make sense, starting from that foundation of a rock solid portfolio. Now, this is why it's important to actually look back and go, if you didn't build a portfolio with a solid foundation, could you imagine all those pieces dropping down, not fitting together, then things speed up, you're chucking properties everywhere like you're chucking bricks everywhere in Tetris, and all of a sudden your portfolio explodes and reaches the top part of that window, which is not where you want to be. So essentially, this is where if you look at the components of the right foundation to begin with in the portfolio, knowing your current move and your next move with the property plan in place, then transition over to types of investment properties. So you're putting the right pieces together, that foundation, momentum example I've shared, and even passive assets with high income, commercial, duplexes, triplexes, unit blocks. And then lastly, you see income growth change over time and do not start with believing that you're on the same income forever. I think that if that belief changes, that's probably the first step in the right direction. But just look at your last one, three, and five years to see, hey, where is this going for me? And from there, if you put all these pieces together, you're putting the building blocks of a correct portfolio the same way you're building the blocks in Tetris, rising it up with speed, and still handling the game rather than dying out in the first few moves. This is extremely important when building a portfolio, and I can't stress how many people look at the current income today and think that's it. Look at just maximizing one purchase and throwing all their money into it. Or look at thinking that, hey, they're only going to get one or two pieces right, so why not buy with comfort and that's it. Don't limit your portfolio to this level. Start to think of it with a foundation. Start to create a plan in place and realize that your income is not going to be stationary. Even just think about those on the lowest income brackets. The lowest income brackets of today was not the lowest income many, many years ago. It would have been the highest income if you take the lowest income today going back many years. So this is something that changes over time. And to be honest, banks don't exist unless credit cycles improve and change, which means that someone somewhere has probably got to be able to borrow more today than they did yesterday, than they did the day before. And someone in the future is probably going to be able to borrow more as well. So as a result of that credit cycle shifting, this is where you're going to realize that income growth, credit growth are all part of the world we live in. Yes, there's our friend inflation that doesn't make a pretty picture, but things do change over time. The key here is that I can remember going back to my first ever paycheck. It was actually in the Aussie equivalent of your Woolies back in New Zealand, a little grocery store called New World. I wouldn't say little grocery store, it's probably the biggest, one of the biggest chains. But in saying that, it was my, you know, what, six bucks, 10 bucks an hour, I can't even remember. But I know it was, it was that low that I would question what I was doing many times. However, at the same time, I knew that it wasn't going to be the end. I knew it was the start of a journey and that too, a long-term journey, even though the days felt pretty long, it was still the start of a journey. I even go back to when I was 18, my first job as a bank teller. Now I envisioned further growth in my career, I envisioned further growth in my income, but I didn't know by 21, I would reach six figures. I didn't know that by 24, 25, I would get close to double six figures. These are the older things that happened over time. And had I planned a portfolio with my income at that time, I would not have the portfolio I have today. So the key is envision the portfolio you'd like first, 
Envision the impact it will make through proper planning for your life in the future. And then start to realize that it's not going to be on the same income you're on. And it's not going to be with a single type of asset every single time or even minimal assets. It's going to take multiple assets. It's going to take them to be debt-free one day. It's going to take higher income levels to acquire more debt. And more importantly, it's going to take time. And so when you put that together in Tetris and start thinking of the now, the next move, the foundation, when it speeds up, and look at your life and property investing in the same way, you won't look at that next property the same way. In this episode, if you're reflecting on it, the key is really starting with the right strategy. And if you're thinking of, hey, how do I start with the right strategy? Well, jump on investorkit.com.au and have a free chat with our team. It starts with a discussion to understand if your strategy is clear. And if it's not clear, how do we go about building that for clients? Well, we look back and realize that firstly, it doesn't take as many properties as you might think, but it takes multiple and it takes them being debt-free in due course. And you can learn more about that from a free consultation with us to see how we can help and if we can help scale your portfolios to new heights. And to do this, jump on investorkit.com.au and request a consultation with our team so we can start to build out your plan and make sure that you can probably get to level 20, not level two in Candy Crush or Tetris or whatever you want to call it. That's me, Arjun Paliwal, Head of Research at Investorkit. Thanks for tuning in to another episode.